stuff mate well I've looked up uh, a bit of your details here and I see you're born on the 3rd of February 1975 that is 10 days before I was born mate so we're we're almost the same age brother can you believe it hey <laughs> <laughs> yeah well uh, um, yeah it was a good year yeah absolutely <laughs> so tell us a bit of uh, your upbringing did you have a religious upbringing at all uh, yeah we're in New Zealand um, we attended church and um, I used to go to, I go to like um, school holidays, and I go to a Christian camp, and my my dad helped with the youth group, and um, you know, it was a, yeah, really, I love yeah, Sunday school, I love Jesus, and um, you know, yeah, there was a, there was a faith there for our family. And did you always believe, or was there a time when you, you strayed away from the Lord? Um, yes, yeah, so we. When we moved to Australia, um, we attended a church, um, but we didn't really, I guess, us kids or mum and dad didn't feel that comfortable there. And unfortunately, um, we, you know, mum and dad stopped persevering and we stopped going to church. So we ended up turning into um, turning up on Christmas Day or Easter or whatever. So yeah, it wasn't until my mum and dad, uh, twice um, around maybe 16 or so, some neighbor, neighbors down, three houses down, moved down and they were Christians and actually invited my mum and dad to church, which is the one that I still go to this day. So uh, that was them getting back there. My brother, um, friend at school, who um, was a Christian and he actually invited him to his church and, um, and my brother, uh, you know, had really turned away. He was, he was actually an atheist at that stage. Um, committed himself to the Lord, and then finally there was me. And um, you know, my journey was a bit longer than that. But it wasn't until my early twenties when I came to faith. The Lord was always there for me, but yeah, you know, it wasn't until I was about twenty, just turning twenty-three, where I submitted my life to the Lord. And tell us what happened when you, you committed your life to the Lord. Were you, were you uh, playing footy at the time? What, what, how did it happen? In New Zealand, I grew up playing rugby. I didn't really know much about league or whatever. Moved to Australia and went to a state school in Brisbane on the north side. And the guys played uh, AFL, which I'd never heard of at school, but they, after, 
the club they played league. So what what your mates do, you tend to end up doing. So I went and played league. Yeah, as the years progressed, um, I, I guess I did uh, improve with my league and I got signed up by the Broncos at 17. Um, by 19, I was playing uh, NRL, uh, first grade. And, uh, 20, by 21, I was playing State of Origin and, and um, Australia sort of followed after that. So, yeah, that was pretty much my dream as a kid to, to sort of achieve those sort of things. Um, you know, I bought a house, had, had a car, sponsored car, the name, all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, a lot more uh, money available, um, a lot of getting patted on the back and wasn't really handling it well either. Um, you know, a lot of binge drinking and I guess the stuff that goes along with that, you know. Probably uh, around my around that time, 22, when I really started to think about uh, I had all this stuff that I dreamed of having. I was pretty much living the dream, but I, you know, I felt a real lack of fulfillment, a purpose, and felt an emptiness, uh, and probably a bit of a sadness. And some of the stuff I was, you know, the behaviour I was doing, you know, basically from the booze carrying on and. I really started to think about uh, God, I guess, in those wee hours in the morning when you have, you know, times where you think and whatever. I uh, made the Australian team in 1997. Um, we had a good tour to Great Britain and my, uh, one of my teammates is Jason Stevens, uh, who was a paper canola, uh, but he was a Christian. And we were both in the front row together and... Um, we roomed together and um, on tour, he really stood out uh, from everyone else. Um, you know, he was just doing his thing and he should have wasn't doing it. You know, he wasn't getting booze and carrying on and stuff. And um, he just seemed to have a real integrity about him. I knew he was a Christian and I talked to him. And um, uh, the big thing, I know it's a bit of a long story, but uh, I said to him, uh, you know, I like Christians. One day, uh, you know, perhaps when I'm an old, old person or something, I'll be one when I'm a nice guy, but I'm, I'm a bit of a loose cannon. I don't want to be a hypocrite. You know, when I change one day, I'll, you know, I'll be a Christian. That's when he said, you know, the Lord needs to change it. You know, Jesus needs, is the only one who can change it. Um, and um, we've all sinned. You need to... Um, you, know, you need to bring that to the Lord. Um, you know, you pay a price for that sin on the cross, and you need to repent for that and invite the Lord into your life. And um, so, you know, the Lord changes you. As in, well, I saw things where I was going to change. Uh, I went home from that tour, took that on board, and um, for a couple of months, and probably got even worse. <laughs> and, and with my stuff, I guess my behaviour and stuff, and I uh, got to a day where I, I just went, right, I'm, I'm uh, going to you know, give what Jason said a crack. So I said a prayer um, in my house and got down on my knees um, because that's what we'd you know, done as a kid with my mum praying or whatever. Um, and I said, Jesus, if you're there, I don't know if you're there or not, but... Um, you know, um, please, you know, I've done some stuff that's not so, you know, bad or not, not so bad or whatever, but uh, please forgive me for the things I've done 
the place kind of like coming from my life, changed my life. Yeah, it was interesting, saying a prayer in my room. Uh, there wasn't like a light or anything. Um, but I got up. I just thought that, yeah, I'll just keep it to myself. I didn't want to be someone who said, oh, I'm a Christian now, and then I was carrying on again. Um, yeah, over the next couple of months, I really nice change in, inside me. Um, probably a focus in the past of being all about me. Uh, people sort of came distant second, didn't really think much about the Lord uh, or God. I started to, um, from that time, I started, God became more important in my life. Uh, people became a whole lot more important, and then, uh, and then there was myself. So things sort of turned around a bit in that way. I had a real, uh, got a real hunger to read uh, my Bible to know about the Lord, and that impacted on me greatly. I spent, yeah, obviously, uh, at, got along the church, being around other Christians, being encouraged, hearing the word taught uh, in church. It was quite a change for me and it was probably a couple months after that time where you know I had guys in the team noticing there was change which felt uncomfortable because I liked just um, sitting in and whatever uh, they were asking you know what's going on with Thorny you know things have changed for him um, but you know and maybe it wasn't that popular to be a Christian <laughs> in the team at that time when I've looked back on that, it's actually a really good thing that that happened because uh, it meant that I I had to stand, step up or, or back away. And uh, I believe the Lord had come into my life and um, and things had changed for me. And, and if it wasn't popular, so be it. Um, I think it helped refine me, helped me grow my faith. If it had been easier, maybe I would have been more fluffy around it or, you know, I just think uh, that was something that was that was probably uncomfortable, not fun of you know getting a bit of lip or cheek about being a Christian, but it was uh, good for me. What I found over time was there was uh, through my actions and my words, there, you know, I got respect um, amongst my team around my faith, and you know, I enjoyed my footy. So yeah, long story. Well, mate, it's so good to hear about, uh, you know, what what a great story of Jason Stevens uh, speaking into your life and uh, encouraging you, you know, as a fellow player. I've interviewed Jason before and um, he's got a great testimony as well. Isn't it great to hear that there's some, some well-known footy players that have uh, been, been outspoken for their faith um, and now you're coaching the Reds and you're, in, you're involved in, uh, in rugby uh, tell us a bit about is there is there any kind of uh, chaplains or you know Christians that uh, you know meet together in in, uh, in rugby union that you're able to work with? We have uh, Andy Gould, he's sort of chaplains a little bit for us. He's the head of Red Frogs. We have an involvement with him, but we have Christians in the team and um, they can meet. You know, I've met with the guys uh, different times and and um, you know just times when when the guys. Might look at something from the Bible, have a prayer or whatever. Um, the guys around the game will often honour God before they play. Uh, and as you see on the field, uh, sometimes the teams will do it, have a prayer together after the game. But um, it's it's really cool. There's been a lot of talk about the Israel Folau situation. You got any comments or thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah, you've got to be. Um, uh, it's probably one to stay away from. Uh, you know, <laughs> anyone that. 
comments on it. It um, seems to uh, cause a lot of stir, but um, you know that's that's getting played out, isn't it? And, mm. um, Israel, um, you know, seems to have a real love for the Lord, and he's um, he feels strongly about um, you know his position and and um, rugby Australia. Yeah, you know, uh, strong around their position, and uh, I guess that's why it's going to um, to where it's going to. And mm. there'll, be, there'll be a they'll, they'll make a call on that. Mm. Um, but I can say Israel's, you know, from knowing him, he's he's a he's a really good guy. Mm. Um, so yeah, we'll see where it gets to. Absolutely, mate. Now, before we go, uh, I always like to ask our guests a bit about their personal time with God. So do you have like a daily reading plan that you have or do you just open the Bible randomly? Uh, what, what do you do for your devotion? For me, um, I like to try and read the Bible and, and have a prayer each day. And on, on a day in the week, I, I sort of have another prayer where I, I sort of pray for people, you know, that you know, that you know or or whatever, but when I read the Bible, um, the thing I've done for many, many years is like it started where I just I read a chapter of the Old and the chapter of the New Testament. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, Genesis first chapter and then Matthew first chapter, and then um, I'll I'll have a chapter, read a chapter of the Old chapter of the New, and then I'll have so I'll hear from God first, and then yeah, I just go on and on and on. So obviously. I finished the New Testament before the Old, so then I go back to the starting of the New again. Mm. <laughs> and then the older Old Testament's a lot bigger, obviously a lot more books. But I get to the end of the Old Testament, I go back to the start again. So I just keep going over and over and over. Um, and, yeah, uh, it's, I really enjoy that. I learn a lot from reading the Bible. And the thing that's interesting is maybe the next time I read say the same thing I've read I might be a different doing something different obviously a different time in my life I might get something different out of it or or you know something might stand out to me um, from God's word so that's one of the ways I do it good on you mate well it's great to hear your testimony today and I know that uh, you've been uh, you know, you spoke at uh, God's Sports Arena with Bill Hunter, who used to be the chaplain at the Broncos. I know you spoke there recently, and I know you've you've been very much involved with Red Frogs, and you you get out and do other uh, events for uh, for Christians in sport. It's uh, great to see you standing up for your faith. Thanks for sharing your story, Brad. I reckon you're a history maker. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Brad. Appreciate it. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to listen to this interview again, just go to historymakers.tv. There you'll find links to Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to our iTunes podcast or check out our YouTube clips. History Makers is a faith-based ministry and we appreciate all of your support. The vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus all over the world. If you've got a suggestion of someone we can interview, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless you. Have an awesome day. I'm Matt Prater. And why don't you go and make history? History Makers. History Makers is proudly sponsored by Bible League, who serve the local church and other partners around the world by providing Bibles, scripture materials and training to help people meet Jesus. They provide God's word to a lost and needy world. Bible League plants Bibles in prisons, among persecuted Christians and in poor nations, bringing the love and light of Christ into many people's lives around the world. 
Make history today by joining our friends at Bible League and planting a Bible that will help someone meet Jesus. Go to bl.org.au. Station sponsor, 